Welcome to Main Menu for the week of November 8 to November 14, 2013. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are glad to have you with us here on Main Menu today. We are pleased to have you back if you are a returning listener. And if you're a new listener, welcome aboard. We are glad that you came by today and hope that you'll continue to come by and listen to our program. We try to present the latest information on the latest in technologies for blind and visually impaired and technology for the general public that is accessible to the blind and visually impaired. In other words, technology from a blindness perspective. And today we have Mary Emerson coming to us to talk to us about a new software from Videosoft to convert your YouTube videos to MP3. And then David Woodbridge is going to come to us and he's going to talk to us about the features of the AirPlay speakers and features for low vision users in the September 2013 release of Apple TV. And then finally, main menu executive producer Chase Crispin comes to us with a review of the new features in Voice Memo in iOS 7 for your iDevice. And those are the three segments we're going to have for you today. Just a few little technology notes, new things that have come out in the past week or new things we found out that we thought you might want to know about. The folks at AI Squared who make Zoom Text have announced the release of Zoom Text for Mac for Mavericks and so now folks you can get Ma the Zoom Text for Mac for Mavericks that just became available this week and is available for you now and so you can download that from the AI Squared website at www.aisquared.com or I believe you can also get it in the Mac Store on your Mac well, let's see. One final thing. Hems Inc. has released a new version of the BrailleSense U2 called the BrailleSense U2 Mini. It has all the same features as the regular U2, but it has an 18-cell display instead of the 32-cell display. So it's quite a lot smaller than the regular U2 and is priced at $39.95. And so you'll want to check that out and see what all the new features are and how you can get into this model if it's something that sounds like it might be interesting to you. And as I say, it does have all the same features of the regular U2. It's just quite a bit smaller and about $1,600 cheaper in price also. So that may be something you'd be interested in checking out. Well, we're going to go ahead now and get into our segments for this week. You have a great week and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
Here at ACB Radio's main menu, we are always looking for feedback from our listeners. If you have any feedback about something that you have heard here on Main Menu, suggestions for things you would like to hear on future programs, or if you are able to record a product demonstration or interview for us, please get in contact with us by sending an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org. That's mainmenu at acbradio.org. You can also get in contact with us via Twitter. Our Twitter page is at www.twitter.com slash mainmenu, or you can follow at mainmenu with your favorite Twitter client. Finally, all of our contact information, past shows, and more can be found on our website at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Thank you for listening to Main Menu, and we look forward to hearing from you with your thoughts about our program. Hi everybody, this is Mary Emerson, and today we are going to talk about a product from Videosoft.com. I'm giving the link right now in case you want to find it later on. You'll know it's at the very beginning of this segment. It's V is in Victor, I, D is in Dog, E, O, S is in Sam, O, F is in Father, T. Videosoft, all one word, dot com. This is a free YouTube to MP3 converter. And it's quite easy to use. I'm going to go through the options with you, but before I do that, I want to navigate to a link that I have added to an email message to myself so that I can set this up properly to use it. You can get links from a number of different places and I'm going to show you one right now. There is an accessible YouTube site that you can go to and not only can you have total control over a YouTube item, but you can also send a link to yourself from that site. Accessible YouTube, YouTube. It is http colon slash slash www.pavidi. P is in people, O, V is in Victor, I, D is in dog, I dot com slash YourTube, Y-O-U-R-T-U-B is in boy, E slash. And that's where you can actually type not so much a site name, but something you're looking for, like a book title or a song title or a person's name. And when you push enter on the search, you'll get to a page that will ask you how many items do you want to display on a page. And I think the default is 10. And when you enter that, it will take you to a page listing the items. And when you push enter on an item, you'll get a page where you can control how you play the item. It won't start playing immediately. You have to tell it to. And it will also give you information that describes the item that perhaps the uploader chose to add to the item so that you will know exactly what the item is, for example, how was the song written, when was it written, who is the composer, and what did he say about the song, etc., etc., etc. And you can read this quite easily either while you have the player stopped or while it's playing. So it works out very well for those who are reading with speech or with Braille. There's an area down below there where you can send the 
link to a friend or to yourself. So it's a great site. I'm going to go to my email. Inbox Mozilla Thunderbird. Okay, and I'm going to go to my test message where I have the link. Test Mary Emerson 11-1-2013. I'm going to push enter. Test Mozilla Thunder. And I'm going to go down. Link W. And I am going to push control plus shift and hold those down while I push right arrow because I want to highlight this and put it in the clipboard. And what the free YouTube converter is going to do is grab this link out of the clipboard and go to YouTube and grab the item, download it, and convert it to MP3. So I'm pushing shift and control and right arrow. Link WW period select YouTube period com slash selectedly pushing right arrow repeatedly while continuously holding down control and shift. Watch quest V equals B default. Let up on control and shift and push control C to copy to the clipboard. Copied. And then with it in the clipboard, I'm going to push escape to get out of this message. Inbox Mozilla Thun. Okay, turn off the speech, and I'm going to Shift-Tab. JAWS, Studio Recorder Desktop. Type the letter F as in Father. Folder View, List View, Free YouTube to MP3 Converter, 950. Press Enter. Paste button, Combo Box, Lame Standard Quality VBR, 48KHZ, Joint Stereo, Paste button. And we have Paste, and I know from the sound, that we are grabbing this item. I'm going to tab. Stop button. And when it says stop, that means that it is working. We don't want it to stop yet. When it's stopped, then this will change to something else. And it's going to grab the item. This is a song that I wanted to have. And it's going to take a little while here and there will be a sound when it's done. So let me. One million ten thousand three hundred. And the Braille changed to output folder with an ellipsis after it. So I'm going to go navigate to my folder, which is called New, and my subfolder underneath it called Downloads, which is where I put stuff. And let's see if I've got the song. The Moon's a Harsh Mistress, Jimmy Webb, MP3. And I do have it. And let's see if it plays. One. There the it moon's is. The harsh mistress, Jimmy so I'm pushed stop on Winamp, and I'm going to get out of Winamp. Menu bar file. And we've got the item. Now I'm going to get out of my navigation here. Downloads. Download. Downloads. I'm going to exit with Alt F4. Output folder button. Now we're still in here, and this is a window inside of the main window of this program. I'm going to tab around to show you what we have. We have output folder, which is where we landed when we got done with the song. Close button. And we can close. Output folder button. And that's all we have. Close button. One million ten thousand. Okay, I just closed. When you close, it puts you right back in the main window where you started 
when you first open the program, and I'm going to tab. One million ads, remove ads and get more features by buying a subscription for just not. Well, it's an advertisement, $9.95 for this. Paste button. And we're down to paste. Combo box, lame standard quality VBR 48. You, this is the lame. Combo box, MP3. MP3, you can choose MP3. MP3. To convert to, or. M4A. Og. Wav. WMA. Og. Og. Flat. Flat. Alack. So I'm going to go back up to MP3. Flat. Ah. Wav. Ah. MP3. Original. And there's original above that. MP3. But I choose MP3. So we're going to tab past MP3. And there's a blank screen with a Braille cursor. One million ten thousand three hundred. Now we're back to this one million item that we had. I'm going to show you the menus, and I'm going to push tab and show you what goes across the top here. Menu bar, file, downloads, popular, tools, help, file. And we're back to file. So I'm going to show you what's under file, and push down arrow. Menu, file menu, paste URL, paste apostrophe, watch later list. Open output folder. Open list. Save list. Premium membership. Exit. Okay, and we're down to... Paste URL. The top of the item. Now I'm going to press the right arrow. Downloads menu. Pause unavailable. And this tells you what you can do while you're downloading. You could pause. Resume unavailable. Pause all unavailable. Resume all unavailable. Remove. Remove all unavailable. History. Clear history. Tax. Auto tag all downloaded files. Pause unavailable. Okay, we're back to the top of the menu. Then I'm going to right arrow again. Popular menu. YouTube. YouTube music. Pets. Sports. Comedy. People blogs. This goes on for quite a while. I'm going to quickly skim past all of this. Latest. Latest. YouTube. And we're back to the top again. All right, I'm going to right arrow again. Tools menu. Options. And this is where we're going to change the options or look at them, but let me show you what else is in here. Detect all video streams checked. Auto download checked. If you want to check something, you push enter to uncheck something. Shut down computer when done. And no, we don't want to do that. That is unchecked. Change default output folder. Language submenu. And we have a variety of languages in here. Down from that. Options. We're back to options. So I'm going to press enter on options. Leaving menus. 1,010,373. Once you get into options, you have to press tab. And you get to the various items, which are tabs or separate pages within options. And you can press right arrow to get to each page. And then you push tab once you're in that item to see what the options are for that particular item, for example, for premium, for main, etc. Premium tab. I'm going to press right arrow to get to these different tabs to show you what we have. We have premium. General tab. General. Output tab. File name tab. Tax tab. Advanced tab. Proxy tab. And that's the end of it. So in each tab you push the tab key to get through each item. So I'm going to go back to premium. Advanced tab file out gen premium tab. And I'm going to push tab. 
Become a premium user to get more features and no ads for just $9.95 read only. For just $9.95. I haven't subscribed to this or paid for it. I don't really need to because I don't really see any ads on here when I do my conversion. So tab again. Become a premium user to get more features and no ads for just $9.95. Ed. And there's an edit box. I'm not sure what that's for. Activate button. It may be that you need to type some sort of entry code to show that you're registered and you paid for it, and then the activate would activate it. Speed up downloads checkbox not checked. Speed up video encoding with GPU technology checkbox not checked. Check read only link. Help read only link. Cancel button. OK button. Premium tab. We're back to premium, so I'm going to push right arrow. General tab. OK, and we've got some really good options in here. So I'm pushing tab. Use cookies checkbox checked. Use alternate video detection algorithm checkbox not checked. Enable sounds checkbox checked. This is vital because it does make a little sound in different parts of the program, especially when a video conversion is done. That's very useful to know. Notify when pasting a video from a playlist checkbox checked. Notify when the downloaded files are not supported by iTunes checkbox not checked. I'm not using iTunes, so I uncheck that. Notify when pasting added RLS checkbox checked. Limit download to three threads if AVG accelerator is detected checkbox not checked. I don't have AVG, so that's unchecked. Detect all video streams for each download slow checkbox checked. That does work. It is slow, but it works. Shut down computer when done checkbox not checked. Add this downloader to context menu checkbox checked. This is quite useful because if you happen to be in a list, for example, part of a search or something, or if you happen to be on a specific file and you want to work with it specifically, one of the options is to convert it to MP3 or to whatever format you've chosen. Internet Explorer checkbox checked. Chrome checkbox not checked. Firefox checkbox checked. Number of videos to detect in one playlist. Combo box. Number of videos to detect in one playlist. Edit combo. 3000. That's the default. Parsdale Emotion playlists checkbox checked. Daily motion and don't really care about, but it was checked by default, so I just left it alone. Help read only. Cancel button. OK button. General tab. We're done with the general tab. I'm going to write arrow. Output tab. OK, and this is where you put your output folder if you've changed it. I am not fond of the C slash users slash my name slash. And you've got four or five or six different items. I have my own setup where I just have two folder levels. So I use C new downloads, as I've told you. So I'm going to tab through this output item. Desired video quality combo box, WebM 1080p definition 1920x1080. That's the default. I don't care about video quality. Prefer WebM video format checkbox checked. Output folder edit, see new downloads. That's my folder. It is an edit box, so you can change that. It's not the default. Browse button. Save original non-converted YouTube files checkbox not checked. That's the FLV item usually. I don't need to save it. I did in the beginning, but I found it was just cluttering things up. Overwrite if the file already exists checkbox not checked. 
Skip downloading if the file already exists. Checkbox not checked. Add output files to new iTunes playlist. Checkbox not checked. Just tabbing through here. Create M3U playlist. Checkbox not checked. Max output file name length. Checkbox not checked. Help read only. Lip cancel button. OK button. Output tab. Okay, we're done with the output tab, and I'm going to right arrow. File name tab. And this is file name stuff. Let's tab through here. Number of videos to detect in one playlist. Edit. This is blank. I haven't filled it in. Replace a umlaut, o umlaut, u umlaut with a o u checkbox not checked. I haven't checked that. I probably could because it would make things a little more readable. Sample combo box underline. Edit. And there's an edit box here. It doesn't describe what that is. I guess that's to type an underlined sample character. Name format list view. Not selected numbering not checked. One of four. Name format list view. Not selected numbering not checked. One of four. And I'm going to down arrow. Original YouTube title checked. I prefer that. Download date not checked. Upload date not checked. Okay, let's go back up. Down original numbering not checked. And tab. Date format combo box MMDDI. This is the default. Help read only. Cancel button. OK button. File name tab. And we're right arrowing. Tags tab. And this is tags. And let's tab through this. Auto number tracks checkbox checked. Add artwork checkbox not checked. Use current year as year tag checkbox not checked. Edit com. Help read only. Cancel. OK. Tags tab. And we're going to right arrow. Advanced tab. We're in advanced. Date format combo box. English. And there are different items that you can choose here for different languages. Auto download checkbox checked. And yes, this is where we check the auto download in addition to the other place that we found. Auto paste RLS from clipboard checkbox checked. Enable compatibility with screen reading software checkbox checked. This is where you set your screen reader preferences. I suppose sighted people would uncheck this, but for us, this assures that we get the keyboard accessibility, and I think this is a real plus for this program. Show 3D formats checkbox not checked. Save history checkbox not checked. Clear history now button. Logging checkbox not checked. Open button. Light downloader button. Log report button. FIFO link order first in, first out checkbox not checked. Clear history combo box weekly. Help read only, cancel but OK but advanced tab. Back to advanced, I'm going to right arrow. Proxy tab. I don't have a proxy, but for those who do. Default comment combo box. Use system proxy settings. Edit. And there's an edit field, unlabeled. Password edit. You can set a password. Combo box, edit combo, three. Show system proxy settings button. How to find the proxy server read only link. Help read only link. And we're down to help and OK. Cancel button, OK button. Cancel. Proxy tab. And that is the end. I am going to push cancel. OK, but cancel button. Because I haven't changed anything. And at this point, it took us right back out to the main window and I haven't talked about the help menu yet so we're going to get back into the program and we'll pick up the recording right when I am sitting on the help menu. I'm sitting on the help menu and I'm going to push down arrow. 
Context menu, help menu, feedback and support. DVD video soft on Facebook. Check for updates. More free software. Step-by-step guide. Feedback and support. And that's where we started. So that's the help menu. And I'm going to get out of here by pushing Alt again. Leaving menus, paste button. We're back in the main window. And I'm going to exit the program. And I have found this to be just an incredibly useful piece of software. They update quite a lot. So every once in a while when you enter this program, you will get a note that says, do you want to update now? And you choose yes or no. And if you choose yes, it takes you to the videosoft.com website where you can actually download a new copy of the program. You have to do a little bit of searching for it. You can use headings or you can just down arrow, whatever works. And you just grab it and you install it. And when you install, there are one or two things you probably won't want to choose. Free Studio Manager. And I don't want to do that. I don't recommend that you do it either because it's probably just a lot of extra stuff that you're probably never going to use. It's also quite handy to have the browser extensions because that way whatever browser you're using it will be able to go out and grab the stuff that you're looking for. Other than that it's a fairly basic installation for the software. It's very easy to use. Everything is right there for you. It used to be a lot more on the screen in previous versions but now they moved a lot of it to the options which I think makes the screen look less cluttered and it's just easier to find things because you know if you want to add something or change something it's all in the options. So check it out, the free YouTube to MP3 converter from Videosoft.com. It's a great program. I don't know if they've got an Apple version or not. I'm using Windows 7 right now. Hope that this has been helpful to you. Thank you for listening and this is Mary Emerson for Main Menu. If you're interested in providing feedback about Main Menu, chatting with all of the members of the Main Menu staff, and be able to communicate with a large number of Main Menu's listeners, you might wish to subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list. To subscribe to the Main Menu Friends mailing list, you can send an email to mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. That's mm-friends-subscribe at acbradio.org. You can also participate in conversation about Main Menu on Twitter by following at Main Menu or visiting our Twitter page at www.twitter.com slash Main Menu. Welcome to this demonstration of the Apple TV. And this demonstration was done on October 3rd, 2013, where the Apple TV in the last week or so has been updated to Apple TV version 6. And in this update, there were two significant changes to accessibility. The first one being for voiceover users is that you can now hear what AirPlay speakers you can now send the audio to from the Apple TV. 
And the second option is low vision options called styles so that you can customize the way that the text and the screen looks if you're low vision. So I thought I'd show you both of those options in this demo. So first of all, let me say I'm sitting at the desktop screen of the Apple TV. So I'm going to press the up arrow on my Apple remote. TV shows button two of five. And then I'm going to press right arrow to get over to settings. So we can then go and have a look at the AirPlay option first. Music button three of five. Computers button four of five. Settings button five of five. And I press select on the Apple remote. In settings. General button one of eight. Now I'm going to press the down arrow on the Apple remote to get to AirPlay. Screensaver button two of eight. iTunes Store. Ellen button three of eight. iCloud. Ellen button four of eight. Audio and video button five of eight. AirPlay button six of eight. Okay, I press select on AirPlay. In enter passcode. Enter your four-digit passcode. Zero. Adjustable item. Three of three. Now currently my Apple TV is using the parental controls. So I'm just going to pause this recording and put in my parental control PIN number. Done. Button. Airplay. On. Button. One of eleven. Okay, so as you heard it read out the first option in the menu after I pressed done after I put in the four PIN numbers for my parental control ID number. Okay, let's press down arrow. Conference room display. Off. Button. Two of eleven. Play from iTunes in the cloud. Auto. Button. Three of eleven. And of course I'm pressing down arrow on the Apple remote. Apple TV name. Toy room. Button. Four of eleven. Insecurity. None. Selected. Button. 5 of 11. On-screen code. Button. 6 of 11. Password. Button. 7 of 11. Now at the moment, the rest of the options from 8 to 11 are my four AirPlay speakers. So including this one, which is the Apple TV itself. That's the toy room. Then I've got two AQ Audio smart speakers as well on my same home Wi-Fi network and the Apple TV in the lounge room. Now at the moment I'm finding in this version of the software that it just keeps repeating the name of the actual AirPlay speaker over and over again. So what I found that I really have to just press down arrow and try ignore the repeat to then press select on the speaker that I want to send the audio out to. So it's going to down arrow now. Okay, that's Torin. You can hear it repeating. Down again. Okay, that's the first AQ Smart Audio Speaker, but it can't quite get the whole word out. Down again. That's the second AQ Audio Smart Speaker. If I press down again. Okay, that's the Living Room Apple TV. Okay, so as you can tell, it's a little bit annoying the way it keeps repeating. So for example, if I wanted to use one of the AQ Audio ones, I just press the up arrow. And that's the second AQ Audio Smart Speaker. Press select. Okay, and that's selected. And of course, if I want to put it back to the toy room itself, press the up arrow. Press select. And up arrow. 
Password. 7 of 11. And I'm off the speakers from 8 to 11, which was doing all the repeating. So it's definitely better than it was, i.e. before there was nothing talking for the actual AirPlay speakers. I had to guess which one I was selecting and then confirm it by just playing audio. Okay, so let me press the menu on my Apple Remote to go back to the previous menu. In settings, AirPlay, button, 6 of 8. I'm going to press up arrow to get to general so we can then go down to accessibility and look at the style options for low vision. So up arrow. Audio and video. iCloud. iTunes Store. Screensaver. General. Button. One of eight. Okay, press select. In general. About. Button. One of 17. And then I'm going to press the down arrow on the Apple remote to get down to accessibility and then press select. Name. Network. Restrictions. Remotes, Bluetooth, software updates, time zone, sleep after, send data to Apple, language, region format, accessibility, button, 13 of 17. And that's the one that I want. As you can tell, I wasn't running it for it to say one of, two of, etc. I'm just pressing the down arrow key. Okay, so as I said, press select on accessibility. In accessibility, voiceover, on, button. One of six. Okay, I'm pressing the generator key to get to styles. Speech rate. Use pitch. Accessibility menu. In subtitles and captioning. Style. Style one. Button. Six of six. Okay, so I've previously set up a style which is style one. Now if I press select on that option. In styles. Default. Button. One of five. We have the ability to go back to it default. If I press generator. Large text, button, two of five. I can press select on large text, down again. Classic, button, three of five. Style one, selected, button, four of five. That's style one, that's currently selected. That's why that previous menu said styles one. And down again. Edit styles, button, five of five. That's edit styles. So if I want to edit my style one, I'm going to press select on that. In edit styles. Style one, button. One of two. So you heard it say, edit styles one of two. If I press down arrow. Create new style. Button. Two of two. I could create a new style. So I'm going to press up arrow. Style one. Button. One of two. And I'll just one show you two. the options that I've done in this particular style. Press select. In style one. Description. Style one. Button. One of nine. Okay, that's the name. In text. Font. Courier. Button. Two of nine. Okay, so if I press select on font. In font. Helvetica, default, button, 1 of 14. Okay, so I've got Helvetica, down arrow. Courier, selected, button, Courier, 2 of 14. selected. Menlo, button, Medlo. 3 of 14. Trebuchet, button, Trebuchet. 4 of 14. Avenir, button, 5 of 14. <laughs> Don't quite know how to pronounce that one, so I'll leave it alone, down again. Copperplate, button, 6 of 14. Copperplate. In video override. Video override style. Off. Button. Okay, video override style is currently off, so I could press select, turn it on. In advanced. Monospace serif. Button. 8 of 14. Okay, monospace serif. Down again. Serif. Button. That's 9 serif. of 14. Down again. Monospace sun serif. Button. Monospace sun serif. 10 of 14. Sun serif. Button. Sun serif. 11 of 14. Casual. Button. 12 of 14. Hmm, whatever casual means, down again. Script. Button, Script. 13 of 14. 
Small caps. Small caps. 14 of 14. Okay, so if I press menu to go back a menu. In style one. Text. Font. Courier. Button. Two of nine. Okay, so that was text font. Down again. Size. Extra large. Button. Three of nine. Okay, so currently size is extra large. I press select. In text size. Small. Button. One of five. Okay, we've got small. Down. Medium. Button. Two of five. Medium. Large. Button. Large. Three of five. Extra large. Extra Selected. Large. Button. Four of five. Just currently selected. Down again. In video override. Video override style. Off. And that's button. the NVIDIA five override style again. Okay, so menu to go back a menu. In style one. Text. Size. Extra large. Button. Three of nine. Down arrow. Color. White. Button. Four of nine. Okay, so this is the text foreground color. And I've currently got mine set to white, so I press select. In text color. White. Selected. Button. One of nine. Okay, down arrow. Cyan. Button. Two of nine. Cyan. Blue. Button. Three of nine. Blue. Green. Button. Four of nine. Green. Yellow. Button. Five of nine. Green. Yellow. Button. Five of nine. Yellow. Magenta. Magenta. Button, six of nine. Red. Button. Seven of nine. Red. Black. Button. Eight of nine. Black. That'd be cool. Black on black. Down again. In video override. Video override style. Off. Button. Nine of nine. Okay. And video override again style, which is currently off. So menu to go back. In style one. Text. Color. White. Button. Four of nine. And dinner for background. In background. Color. Black. Button. Five of nine. Okay, and I've kind of got mine set to black. Now I'm fairly sure these colors are going to be the same as the previous one. So let's just check the first two options in that menu. I'm pressing select. In background color. White. Button. One of nine. Yep, sounds exactly the same. For so I press dinner, that was white. Cyan. Button. Cyan. Two of nine. And I'm sure if we go right down to the bottom, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. NVIDIA override. I've got the NVIDIA override. NVIDIA again. override style. Off. Button. Nine of nine. Okay, so we really don't need to go through that item by item again. So I'm going to press menu to go back. In style one. Background. Color. Black. Button. Five of nine. So dinner. Opacity. Fifty percent. Button. Five of nine. That's opacity. Fifty percent. If I press select. In background opacity. Fifty percent. Default. Selected. Button. One of six. Okay, we've got 50% down arrow. 100%. Button. 2 of 6. 100%. 75%. 75%. 3 of 6. 25%. 25%. 4 of 6. 0%. 0%. Button. 5 of 6. And down again. In video override. And video, video override, override style. Off. Button. Okay, press menu to go six. back. In style 1. Background. Opacity. 50%. Button. 5 of 9. Okay, In advanced. Text opacity. Opaque. Button. 7 of 9. Okay, that's text opacity, and that's currently set up in opaque. If I press select. In text opacity. Opaque. Default. Selected. Button. 1 of 4. Okay, so opaque was a default, which is currently selected. Down again. Semi-transparent. Semi-transparent. 2 of 4. 
Transparent. Button. Transparent. Three of four. Down again. In video override. And the video override again. Video override so style. To go back. In style one. Advanced. Text opacity. Opaque. Button. Seven of nine. Okay, dinner. Text edge style. Drop shadow. Button. Text edge style. Nine. Currently drop shadow. Press select. In text edge style. None. Button. One of six. And we've got none. Dinner. Drop shadow. Default. Drop shadow, Selected. which is default. Button. Two of six. Down again. Raised. Button. Raised. Three of six. Down again. Depressed. Depressed. Button. Four of six. Down again. Uniform. Button. Uniform. Five of six. Down again. In video override. And video override. Video override Menu style. Menu back. In style one. And the last one. Advanced. Text edge style. Drop shadow. Button. Eight of nine. We have dinner. Text highlight. This Button. Text highlight. Nine of nine. Press select. In text highlight. Color, black, default, selected, button, 1 of 12. Okay, so text highlight is currently black. So I press dinner. White, button, 2 of 12. White. Blue, Blue. button, 3 of 12. Red, Red. button, 4 of 12. Green, Green. button, 5 of 12. Cyan, Cyan. button, 6 of 12. Magenta, Magenta. button, 7 of 12. In opacity. Zero percent default selected button eight of twelve. Down again. Twenty five percent. Opacity is twenty five percent. This is for the opacity for the highlight. Down again. Fifty percent button ten of twelve. Oh, okay. So it's twenty five percent and fifty percent. Seventy five percent. Seventy five percent button eleven of twelve. One hundred percent and one hundred percent for the opacity for the highlight. Okay. So pressing menu to go back. In style one. Advanced. Text highlight. Button. Nine of nine. And I can press menu to go back again. In edit styles. Style one. Button. One of two. Okay, one of menu two. to go back again. In styles. Edit styles. Button. Five of five. Yes, okay, so I'm back to the styles menu. If I press the menu back one more time. In accessibility. Subtitles and captioning. Style. Style one. Button. Six of six. Okay, I'm back to the main accessibility menus. If I press the up arrow key. Closed captions plus SDH. Accessibility menu. Use pitch. Up. Speech rate. Voice over. On. Button. One of six. Okay, and of course, to get back to the main menu, I'm just going to hold my menu key down. One of one. Return to main menu. Button. Okay, press one select. of three. In accessibility. In main menu. Settings. Button. Five of five. Okay, I'm back to the menu at the top on the Apple TV, and of course, if I press the down arrow key, iCloud Photos button five of five. I'm back to my main Apple TV desktop, and you notice I've only got five icons because I've got the parental controls on. I've hidden the icons that my boys don't need to get access to. That completes this demonstration of the Apple TV with both the AirPlay speaker names being spoken and the fact that you can change quite a lot of the low vision options now for foreground, background, highlighting, and transparency now on version 6 of the Apple TV. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Hello Main Menu listeners, this is Chase Crispin, and today I am here for just a few minutes to talk about the changes to the Voice Memos app 
in iOS 7. I'm going to be demonstrating the Voice Memos app today on an iPhone 4S running iOS 7.0.3 and the Voice Memos app on the iPod Touch running iOS 7 should be very similar. There were some changes to the Voice Memos app in the iOS 7 update, in particular that you can now name recordings and when you're doing a recording or playing a recording there is a edit box that pops up allowing you to name your recording as previous voice memo versions did in earlier versions of iOS, the recordings were just named by their date and time that they were recorded. Now you can name the recordings, which is very nice if you want to be able to know which recording is which, but this does mean that there are some changes in the interface of the voice memos app. And when I first used the voice memos app in iOS 7, I was kind of surprised that it had changed quite a bit and the way you interact with it with voiceover has changed. And so I thought I would come on the show for just a few minutes today and talk about what is different in the Voice Memos app. My iPhone is currently turned on and unlocked, and I am focused on the icon on the home screen for Voice Memos already, so I'll double tap to open Voice Memos. Now, if I flick right, Waveform. There is a waveform or the view of levels if things are too loud or too quiet. This is not very useful to voiceover users. It just says waveform and we don't really get a benefit from it. So I'm going to flick right to the next control since we don't need to do anything with this. Length, zero seconds. This tells us the length of our current recording, which is currently zero seconds because we haven't recorded anything yet. If I flick right again. New recording two. Date, 11 slash 7 slash 13. And this is the date that this is being recorded on, which is today's date. Record button. And if I flick past the recording heading and the current date, we get to the record button. And we would double tap here to begin a recording. If I flick right again. Done button. We have a done button, which would close this screen if we wanted to listen to a recording rather than to make a new one. Saved memos. New recording. Date 10 slash 31 slash 13. And now we're into the saved voice memos category. And so now we're into the list of all the voice memos on my phone, but I've named most of these that I need to keep. So I'm gonna flick left a couple of times. Record, date, record, button. Back to the record button, and I'm going to double tap to start recording. This is a test of recording with the voice memos app on the iPhone in iOS 7. I'll now double tap to pause the recording. Now we didn't get any feedback really that this recording for sure actually got recorded, but it did record. If I flick left a couple of times back to the length area that told us earlier, zero seconds. Date, new recording, length, 9.1 seconds. It now says 9.1 seconds. And that lets us know that we have for sure recorded. So I'm gonna flick right now. New recording two. That is the name of the recording, and you're hearing New Recording 2, as you did earlier, because I made a recording accidentally a few weeks ago now. I never did anything with it, but I didn't mean to record, and so since I didn't name it, it was just called New Recording. So it can't call this recording New Recording, so it's calling it New Recording 2. If I wanted to change this name, I would double tap here. Alert. Text field. Is editing. New Recording 2. We are now placed in a text field with new recording 2 already entered into the text field. And now we can type on the standard iOS keyboard what we would like this recording to be called. So I'm going to backspace this name out of here. Delete. 2. Delete. Space. Delete. 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 See. Delete. Delete. E. Delete. Delete. Okay, now I've deleted everything and I'm just going to put text. Capital T. E. E. Z. S. F. R. T. T. 
And now that I've written the name of the voice memo, I can flick right to save it. Cancel button. The first button is the cancel button, which would allow me to get rid of this recording if I didn't want it. And if I flick right again, okay. there's button. the OK button, which will save my recording. Record. Test. I double tap the OK button, which saved it. And now we hear test, which is the recording we're working date. with. Date. Record. I flicked right twice past the date field to the record button. If we wanted to keep recording in this voice memo, we could push record here. But I'm done working with this recording. Done. Button. So I'm going to flick right and now double tap on the done button. Contrabass clarinet one. Now we're in the list of recordings that I have saved, and I would like to flick left until I find the test memo. Contra unlist new test date eleven slash seven slash thirteen length nine seconds and it tells us the name that I gave it and the date it was recorded. So if you forget why you named something a particular name, you can figure out what date you recorded it on. And now I can double tap to play this recording. Row expanded. You hear play voiceover button. say row expanded, and then as I was talking, it said play button. So row expanded means a series of options are now on the screen, the first of which is play. Length, nine seconds. Flicking left from play just tells me the length, date, 11, the date, memo title, test. Text field. And you hear memo title, test, text field. I could double tap here and change the name of the recording, just like we did earlier. So if you have an untitled voice memo or a name that you don't like, you can change it here. Record button. There's the record button to speaker keep recording. Button. The speaker button to control whether it's played through the earpiece or the speakerphone. Voice memos. Heading. And now we're back to the top of the screen with voice memos. So we just went left from the play button because voiceover automatically will place you on the play button. So that's kind of out of order. We didn't start at the top of the screen, but we started going left from where voiceover put us when we double tapped on the name of the recording. So I'm gonna flick right back Re to the play date, button. Length, play, button. Double tap. This is a test of recording with the voice memos app on the iPhone in iOS 7. I'll now double tap to pause the recording. And that is the recording we made. My iPhone was pretty far from my mouth just because of the way this recording setup is here. And so, as you heard, the recording was pretty soft just because I wasn't holding the iPhone close to me at all. It was down near the mixer that I'm using to record, which is why the recording was soft. Normally, the iPhone recordings will be quite a bit louder than what you just heard. So if I flick right... Track position, 9.3 seconds of 9.3 seconds. Adjustable. Here is where we can flick up and down to adjust how far in the recording we are. This is a quick way to rewind and fast forward. You would rewind by flicking down or fast forward by flicking up, either while the recording is playing or while it is paused. If I flick right again, share button. Here is the share button, which would allow us to share this voice memo with someone else. And I'm going to double tap here because there are a few options that we can use. Share. Now, we heard the little chime from voiceover indicating that a new dialogue was opened. We have two options within this dialogue. If I flick right... Mail button. There's mail. This would open email with the voice memo already attached. And we would fill in the message body if we wanted to say something and choose who we would like to send this message to and send the message. Now, if I flick left, there is another option that voiceover didn't read us when message we button. entered this dialogue. And this is message which would allow us to send this as a attachment to either a text message or an iMessage, depending on who we select from our contacts in the Messages application. And both of these are going to work exactly like you would expect them to when writing an email or a text message. 
The only difference is that the voice memo file is actually attached to the message that you're sending. So here's how we can send any recording on our phone or iPod as a attachment to someone else. If you have a very long recording, you actually will not be able to text it or email it. And if the recording is too long, too big of a file, the iPhone will tell you that the recording is too big to be sent as a text or an email, depending on what you chose. So iOS is pretty good about telling you when and when you can't do something like send an attachment. And so now that we've looked at all of the options here in the sharing dialog, mail, cancel button. I flicked right past mail to the cancel button. Voice memos. Heading. which closed the share dialog and put us back to the main voice memo screen with the test memo that we just made selected. Speak, rec- say, memo, date, length, play, track position, share, button. I flicked right to the share button, which we just looked at, so I'll flick right again. Edit button. To the edit button, which gives us some additional options. So I'm going to double tap here. Edit, row collapsed, edit, heading. Row collapsed means those options that were on the screen about play and track position, that type of thing disappeared. Now we hear that there is a heading saying edit, and if we flick to the right, speaker, button, there's a speaker, which we saw earlier, waveform, the waveform showing us our level, length, zero seconds, test, start trimming, button. We could start trimming at the location where we currently are. So let's say you were recording, you decided you wanted to begin an edit, you would pause your recording and then put start trimming. And that would mark the beginning of the point that you would like to delete from the recording. So you would find the beginning of your edit, pause the recording as soon as you heard what you wanted to begin to remove, and you would find this start trimming button. So I'm going to actually go ahead and do this. I'm going to flick right to play. Play. Date. 11 slash. Start. Let's say I wanted to begin deleting right here at the beginning of the recording. I'm going to push start trimming. Beginning of selection. Zero seconds. We hear beginning of selection at zero seconds. I'm going to flick right. End of length. End of selection, 9.1 seconds. This is asking where we would like the end of the recording to be, and by default it's telling me the end of the recording. Length, 9.1 seconds. Cancel, button, trim, button, play, button. So I'm going to push play. I flicked right to play. I'll double tap here. Pause. This is a test of recording with the voice memos app. And I double tapped to pause just a couple of seconds in. I can now flick left. Trim. Button. to the trim button, which will trim everything between where I pushed begin trimming and my current location. It now has trimmed the beginning of that out of our voice memo entirely. Now this should not be used for making podcasts where you need to do a lot of editing. However, if you need to chop off some silence in the beginning of a recording or a conversation you had while you were recording something else, This can do some basic editing for removing large chunks of a file. We are still in the dialog for editing, so I'm going to keep flicking right to the done button, which will get us out of the editing dialog and back to the main voice memos screen. And now we have done and edit on our recording. And as you can see, it works pretty well, although you wouldn't want to do this a lot within a recording. Delete. This would allow us, if we double tap, to delete this recording from our phone if we didn't want it anymore. Inactive. New recording. And now we're to the inactive recordings, which are the ones that are dimmed or items we cannot work with right now because we're working with another recording. And since we are working with a voice memo, we can't interact with any of the other ones. But if we did double tap here, these would become active. 
the voice memo, the test recording that we're working with now would go away, and the options for the recording that we chose from the list would appear instead, and the one that we're working with now, test, would become inactive. The Voice Memos app in iOS 7 doesn't seem to be as self-explanatory as it was in previous versions of iOS, but I hope this tutorial has been helpful to reacquaint you with the Voice Memos app in iOS 7 for the iPhone or iPod Touch. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin, the executive producer of Main Menu. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SenseBase or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on Main Menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.